Montreal in Canada. So it's my third day in Beijing. One week in China. First time ever in China. And it's so beautiful. Really? Yeah. Don't you love On this episode of the China Arts Podcast, the incredible and super sweet Lisa Dickens took some time out of her travels to sit down with us and have a chat. In this episode, you'll hear live recordings from Lisa's show at Jianghu Bar in Beijing as part of the Splitworks Drift Festival this past March. Canada that won Bush got elected because that was a huge that was a huge American <laughs> catastrophe. That was like, uh, yeah, totally. all these, I'm just moving to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I do remember seeing like a funny thing go around on Reddit when um, they like legalized gay marriage in one of your states, and um, a redneck was like taking away our freedom of our religion. I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> oh. I was like, you don't understand don't about yeah. this at all. <laughs> you know, stay there. You're way off. You will be deeply saddened <laughs> by your arrival in Canada. <laughs> I have to tell you this other funny thing that's happening. Are you recording? I am recording. Okay, good. Welcome to the China Arts Podcast, Risa Dickens. Thanks Thank you. for having Thank me. Thank you for joining. Just before you, you start, or if there's going to be anything official, I have to tell you this adorable thing that's happening. So I booked, like I told you, a private driver to, or like a driver, because it was really cheap through our mutual friend to go to the Great Wall tomorrow. And he added me on WeChat and is sending me photos of previous trips, which is like oh. him like <laughs> hugging people at the Great Wall. Yep. <laughs> He's like, just can so I, you can see I, how much fun. Can it's I see a hugging picture? Yeah, she said he was like the funniest guy ever, and in fact, he does look like a party. Look at that guy. <laughs> He is a pleasant gentleman. He's, he's, got, he's got the smile wrinkles around his eyes. Look at him with that guy. That's a picture of the wall, Great. just so I know what the wall looks like. <laughs> in case you had a, in case you're wondering. Anyway, it probably won't have that much snow on it though. Mm. <laughs> what a nice thing. Anyway, people are nice here. Does he speaks English? No, he speaks not. <laughs> okay. She told me he doesn't speak any English, although he texted me uh, a couple times in English, so. Maybe he's, he's well, you can also. Is it a good chance to practice your Chinese? Yeah, on the Chinese you've learned in the last five years. <laughs> 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 I have Ni Hao, Shi Shi, and Doi. Doi. And, and Doi. That's pretty good, actually. That's a good for, one. For, for, uh, <laughs> how long have you been here now? Five days? Six days? Uh, no, three days? longer. I've been in Beijing for three days, four days. Oh. But I was in Shanghai for a week. Right. Okay. Okay. So why did you come here? China. Yeah. Do you want the long story? Um, uh, any story that comes out. I'll, so I'll it's. Uh, um, I knew I wanted to travel in Asia during March. Um, I knew I wanted. To, I knew I could take probably max a two-week vacation. There was like a hole in my work schedule. 
Um, I, I work for Yelp, and I throw events almost every weekend. Um, okay. And I was gearing up for a big... So in the spring, um, I'll be doing an event almost every week. And typically, they and they will be like free yoga class or free pole dancing class or whatever. It's like yeah. learn something new with Yelp in the spring. Mm -hmm. So I had done a lot of work for that promo. Um, and I'm doing a rock show for like 500 people in August. So like spring and summer are booked. Um, and I knew I wanted to c come back to Asia. I'd only been once before uh, and stayed around uh, Hanoi in Vietnam and I really loved it. Mm. And I wanted to come to China. And I had a friend who's a musician who I had done just done a little bit of recording with, um, who I've worked with in music for a long time named Courtney Wing. I knew he was going to be traveling in Asia, and he likes to scuba dive and do fun things that I like to do, so I messaged him and asked where he was going to be at that time. I'm going to turn this off <laughs> so you don't get more photos pinging. <laughs> um, and uh, he said he was going to be doing this little tour from Shanghai to Beijing mm -hmm. as part of the Joy Festival, and that I, if I wanted to, I could come and use that as a way to kind of see two different cities and some venues and maybe sing backup and I was like great that's what I'll do what a lovely way to like see a totally new place where I don't know anybody go with this friend and see music wonderful and he was like there's actually tickets on Delta right now if you want to look they're super cheap and so I looked and from Montreal to Shanghai I got a flight for 660 bucks return taxes all in which is crazy it's at least twice that, yeah. always. For round trip? Round trip. What? Taxes in. <laughs> what? It was bananas. Um, and so I was like, this is a sign. I, I, this is a That's sign. That's absolutely a sign. You know, and like, I don't know no clear sign. What, you, yeah. what you believe in or, or what I believe in, but I definitely believe in traveling when things start to stack up in a way that suggests you should go to a place. Mm. And yeah. so that was like... So I bought the ticket. Um, and then uh, two, three weeks later, my friend Courtney Wing, who I was going to travel with, messaged me to tell me that his stepfather had just been diagnosed with cancer. And his family had just kind of really struggled through a big bout of cancer and sister of the mom. And so the mom was taking it, was really sad. <laughs> yeah. And like depressed and having a really hard time. And um, so Courtney Wing, being the like really lovely human that he is, and you guys will meet him when he comes back. Mm -hmm. um, he's toured here before. And um, was like, felt, you know, was like, I have to cancel my tour. I have to go home and be with my family. Mm -hmm. And like, of course. Yeah. 100% that's what you have to do. Um, but he said, you know, I will introduce you if you want to the guys who run this festival. Mm hmm. And I don't know if you'd be interested in volunteering, but maybe that's a way to go. So I was like, for sure, like I have a ticket, so it'd be really cool if I met somebody there. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I had already like figured out some of the visa stuff, got my passport renewed, found a good hostel, and I actually had a moment of being like excited when I found out I was gonna be traveling alone. Yeah. Which was unexpected, but I really like traveling alone. And was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Introduced me to uh, Nathaniel and Archie, who run Splitworks mm -hmm. and run the Jue Festival. And um, and he was, you know, like 
kind enough to say that I had de- like you know produced a bunch of shows and played some music. Nice. And um, was willing to volunteer, and I followed up with them and was like, I'll do it. Like really, I'll do anything. It'd just be a great way to meet anybody. Um, and here's some of my music that's online, and uh, even if you just have time to meet for a beer or whatever. And they were they responded immediately, had a Skype with Nathaniel, which was super nice. He asked me to stage manage the creative market, which was fun. I've managed events like that before, mm-hmm. so it was daunting to think about doing that in a place where nobody would speak the language from what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's something that they think I could do, then great. And then uh, told me that I could open for a band called the Hutong Yellow Weasels. So I Googled them and was like, these are some weird looking Appalachian mountain men (laughs) in Beijing. But that would be cool. Um, And that's the story of how I opened. Nathaniel's amazing. Really, really nice guy. Mm -hmm. I've only met Archie once at 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 a festival they had down in Shanghai called the Wooden Wires Festival, which was, I guess, two? Over a year ago fall of 2013, I think. Um, also super nice, but I didn't get to talk to him too long, unfortunately. Yeah, it's pretty awesome to me to think about what they do here. Yeah. Yeah, they're really kind of, they're kind of leading something. Yeah. There's, there's a, I feel like they're leading something that is, is, is yet, uh, as yet unnamed, really. They're creating a music scene here, it seems like, you know. And yeah, they, like, definitely, definitely. They've brought the biggest acts that I and, and like the acts that we I would go see at home they brought here not like the big pop acts but like the acts I would actually yeah. pay to go see at home I mean, d- dealing with them I feel like you're dealing with something historical you know like yeah. history is being made now yeah as, as they as they progress along their you know their their project what year is the Jewel market in now Jewelry Market, I think. I think seventh year of Jewelry yeah, Festival, tenth year of Splitworks. Yeah, and yeah. I think it started maybe in Shanghai. Yeah, and then and then came to Beijing later. And they have a bigger team in Shanghai, um, mm-hmm. but they I think they have a team of like six staff here in Beijing, mm-hmm. and then a couple of interns who are putting on like dozens of shows and yeah, venues yeah. plus that market which probably had a thousand people come through yesterday Easily. yeah definitely and 50 vendors and it was like chill and beautiful <laughs> it was like beautiful workshops happening and like beautiful music happening i love the new workshop i did it was and awesome my muscles are like i have all these core muscles and like <laughs> around my ribs that are kind of like oh i didn't know i had yes, <laughs> just on that sta- in that main area no the, there's a second there floor a second where the floor workshops yeah, yeah yeah which is kind of it was it was beautiful because actually that up, upstairs region was like kind of separated away from the main area so mm-hmm. But then it, it opened up to this balcony area that looked down on the main area, so you could... Yeah. It was all... It flowed, but if you needed to get away, you could get away. And yeah. Likewise, if you wanted totally. to be part of it. So it was, and a great, like, um, pedestrian courtyard outside as yeah. well. Yeah. That really so that was really That whole nice. area. What was it? Um, vintage Longyuan, I think. Yeah. The whole art gallery. That, was, that whole place was really cool. People were calling it, what, CD something. Like, a, there was an acronym. Okay. C- CBD? CBD? Yeah. Central Business District? Yeah. Oh, maybe right. that's the acronym oh, they were using. Yeah, because okay, it's... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's not that little hard. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's but, <laughs> Monopoly and oh. crushing a competition. That's what that's for. <laughs> and then that, that, it's that, that whole, that whole area it. in the city it. is yeah. called Yeah, yeah. that area, it, it is probably bigger than the entire island of Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was so lost there yesterday, you guys. I was so lost. Uh, it broke my heart hmm. and spirit. But you so that's what there. I would like to know. So in the you, end, you've done this stuff before in Canada. What was it like being completely thrown into this environment with it? And you, you sound like you had a really great time with it. I did have a good mm-hmm. time. Um, okay, I have to tell you the story of how lost I got because that was <laughs> that was the lowest point of my trip <laughs> and, and of the day. And then I, and then I'll tell you about arriving there and what that felt like because it was such a relief but you have to know the low you have to do the build up the mountain with me okay i'm ready i'm ready also i need it's cathartic i have to okay so yeah so my phone is dead let's start there my phone uh, is not just dead like battery's dead you plug it in it'll be fine it's doing that thing where the screen freezes when you touch it nothing happens your phone is a zombie my phone was a zombie. So I could see updates coming in, but I couldn't unlock the oh. phone. I couldn't restart the phone. No. IPhones, iPhones require the swipe to restart. There's a trick to that, actually. Well, is it this push on the top and the button? Because it wasn't working. Oh. <laughs> you've, you've defeated me. <laughs> is it this? Because I tried it. Well, you know. <laughs> so, so I'm just like... So my phone is dead since the day before, since our since your amazing album launch and Thank and, you. and yeah, it was beautiful. And your amazing show. Okay. Thank you. So I have no photos of my show in Beijing, but my I, I took one. I took one photo. Yeah, I saved it. Oh, good. Okay. I saw it on uh, WeChat, which I'm now a member of because in China you have to use WeChat. You do have to use WeChat here. That's WeChat weird. is life here. WeChat is absolutely life. You can't do Facebook. You got to do WeChat.
so back to my phone is frozen. So I think to myself, if I let the phone die completely, then I plug it in, it will trigger a restart. Because also with iPhones, you can't take the battery out. Anyway, it'll trigger a restart. Really? And then, yes. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Noted. A great failure. Um, <laughs> anyway, so then I think I'll be able to plug it in, and then it'll trigger a full reboot, and then the screen will work. So I let it die all night. And <laughs> it's still not. That's an awesome Were you like trying to play? Because I've had that happen before too, and I like I try to play music somehow. Like I talk to Siri, like Siri, yeah. play music. Siri, open every app yes. in my phone. Yes. Siri, I totally tried to make Siri happy. <laughs> like, Siri would not work fucking it, Siri, help me. Work it, Siri, work it. Siri has never been there for me. Oh. Anyway, so I let it die all night. I get up. We were we were drinking out late after that show last night. I get up at seven thirty because I have one responsibility while I'm in Beijing. Two, play the show, run the art. Get, get things on, happening on stage at the right time. At the All within 24 hours. So I wake up at 7.30 and I look at my printed map to the place that I did at home because I look very anal about those things. And I have a printed map from Google Maps, but I'm worried that the Google Map mar marker is wrong. And also, you can't, I didn't zoom in enough and I'm worried, but I look at it. So I, the, the Airbnb host, Nick here, who's super nice, gets up with me and double checks on Google Maps a bunch of different times and really sure... I know where I'm going. So I was like, I got this. I leave like two hours early. And I take the metro, everything's fine. I go to the spot where the Google map marker is, and I'm like on the side of a highway. <laughs> and there's like strip malls and hotels. <laughs> and I like walk back and forth for like an hour. I'm like, maybe it's in this like abandoned building. <laughs> maybe it's like really like rugged <laughs> indie styles. Like maybe it's down this like side street. No, that's an embassy. They're really wow. mad that I'm here. Like maybe it's, and, like, I'm fucking so lost and like talking to people and. 0% of people speak English and the people who do speak English are like <laughs> they're like these two Eastern European dudes who I ask if they know where the Lanhang Art Center is and they're like actually we're not from Beijing and I was like no shit like you're Eastern European I just thought maybe, maybe you were going to the same place sure, as me Chinese, color me shocked anyway so then I'm, I'm like keeping my shit together I'm carrying my my uke and my bag and stuff and it's so hot and smoggy, and then the phone rings, and the phone ringing unlocks <gasps> the frozen screen. Oh! And I answer the phone, and it's the tribal belly dancers telling me they're stuck in traffic and they won't be at the venue for a little while. And what's the last time they can sound check out or whatever? <laughs> and I was like, no problem. We'll get you guys on the stage. Quick question: Where is the venue? <laughs> Guide me tribal belly. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oh, I don't really know. Like, I haven't looked it up. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> so I hang up with them. At this point, I have like 4% battery life left, right? Because of course. Because that's, that's how it happens. I was when letting you, it die. And so I text Nathaniel. And I say, uh, dude, like, I'm pretty lost. Can you send me a location marker? Which is a very cool thing that WeChat does. Super. Point for, point for WeChat. Point for WeChat. For Plus, and the real-time location. That's what he sent. WeChat. Oh, he sent the real-time? So, he so you sent could, like, the real -time. see both your dots? Yeah, uh, he sent the real-time one, which, great, but oh. failing with any of these <laughs> oh, things is if, so, the venue, when you 
when you to get to it, you come to it on a major street, but then you kind of weave your way through a complex of galleries right. and stuff like that. Exactly. And so WeChat looked at the dot where he was and said, "This is on this street behind, point, which is another route. highway <laughs> on a canal." On a canal. Yeah. So I follow the dot down, and I'm like. Now I'm like legit on a highway. Like there are there are no buildings. It's a highway on a canal, mm -hmm. and my phone is at like no percent. <laughs> but right before okay, when he sent me the map marker, I had a feeling that that was maybe happening, and I said, "Can you also tell me the name of the street that mm. you're that you're on?" And he sent me the name of the street. And then I asked a soldier. <laughs> yeah, soldiers. I showed him the name of the street. Protect and serve. And he pointed up that I was like, it was the next block, and that's what I thought maybe was the case. And he showed me a little alley that I could take so I didn't have to go around a oh, okay, huge okay. industrial block. Mm -hmm. And then he asked me where I was from, and I said the Lanang Art Center because I didn't understand. <laughs> what he was saying. And he was like, I, lady, like, you're the worst. And then he walked away, and then I heard the question. I yelled, Kid! <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> See you later. Okay. Oh, get in it. Really crazy. Anyway, and then I found it. And then that's why I like fell apart with relief when I got there, which is so embarrassing. But I was like, <laughs> my people, there's food here and coffee and musicians. <laughs> Jewelry designers, community feeling. I made it. And like sound check had just finished. I wasn't even late because oh. I left so fucking early. <laughs> anyway. When did you leave? Seven? No, no. I said I would be there by ten and I left at like eight thirty. Mm. And I, I thought it would take me a half hour. Which it and then future I, note it, and then I got there at like eleven. <laughs> future yeah. note, Google is a terrible mapping system to use in Beijing not or good. in China in general because it's never China. it's yeah. never aligned even for me who's really good with maps and really good with tag, Beijing tag on your note is that the Apple one works pretty well yeah well that's good because Yelp has partners with Apple <laughs> <laughs> do not use, do not use the Google Maps good job yep is, is, does, so where does Yelp operate we're in we have bases in 29 countries whoa but not in China mm. but not in China yet I guess yet, yeah. There's enough. I think there's enough apps doing. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think there's a local competitor here that's only in China. That I think has more users than we do in 29 countries. Because <laughs> there's a bajillion people here. Yeah, so many people. Um, that I think that's that's true. Uh, I, I'm I'm slightly ignorant about foreign. Things because I've been here. <laughs> been here. Well, I, oh, sorry. So I, I've been living here basically since 2008, which is kind of like pre-Twitter and like pre-mini apps. Yeah. Um, that was basically like right after the first iPhone right. came out, sort of. And then you can't use them here anyway, so you're like. Right, well, yeah, exactly. So like, so like a slow. I my first iPhone I got about two years ago when my friend Jonah like was like, yeah, I'm getting an iPhone five. You can have this old piece of junk garbage <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yes I'll figure out how to use this thing so what is Yelp like I don't 
Oh. Can you explain this to me? And yeah, sure. It's uh, I would, what's your elevator? Oh, I would explain. Oh, do you know? Do you know already? Of Yelp here. Do you so. actually, maybe do you let me take yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was about to jump in. Like, maybe you, oh, should, let the, the, maybe you should let Yelp knock you off. Uh, I mean, if I get it wrong, I, I'll, I'll feel free to know. correct me. I'll give you a okay. caveat. <laughs> it's a yeah. website and a free mobile app. Okay. For finding great local businesses. So you can use it. You can use it. Um, on your phone or you can use it from the computer to search and find anything so people mostly will use it for restaurants when we first launch in a place because you just you eat three times a day so yeah, you're yeah, you're for like, food. Food. but actually yeah. um, the more people use it um, com- consumers write reviews on it it's a, right. it's a review based site yeah, yeah. Okay. So the more people use it, the more you'll have reviews for any type of local business. So it becomes a way to like find great reviews, like legit reviews for like a bike mechanic or oh. a doctor or a cocktail or whatever. And then there's features on the app that will let you sh- that actually the nearby tab on the app based on like the time of day and the weather will make guesses about what you might feel like. So you can, it'll suggest like bars or lunch. Ooh, or right. I didn't know that part. That's future. I can't. In, that's I future can't tech. Help you anymore. That's future tech. And then you there's, <laughs> if you go into the another section of the app, um, there's a, a fun feature called Monocle that uses your camera and your GPS. So you hold it up and it shows you what your camera would show you. So everything around you, but it overlays on it um, dots. So if I hold it this way, it'll show me reviews for businesses uh, that are that way. Oh my god! If I hold it that way, it'll show me reviews. So you can hold it up. It's, that's a really fun. That's not one. gonna happen here. That, that would, they can't. They won't allow Street View here. They're not gonna. Allow yeah, that's that. true. Oh yeah, there's no Street View here. Google, yeah, you can't zoom in. But this would be real Yet. time. This is like taking a photo. Someday. It's not recorded. That's true. That's super cool. In that moment. That's in, I love the future. I'm so in love with the future. It's neat. That's There's a name for that thing, that style. There's augmented like, reality. Yeah, augmented. Thank you. Thank what's, so what's it called? Augmented reality. So we were one of the first mm. augmented, if not the first augmented reality app in the iStore. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Got a bunch of press out of that. And it's funny because it came out of a hackathon. Yelp does internal hackathons. Like oh, awesome. Every couple of months. And it was like some group of engineers who thought Monocle would be like a funny thing. And then... Uh, <laughs> it turned out to be the best. Yeah, like the this CEO. And people thing. were like, that's really cool. Like, let's build that into the next build. That's <laughs> kind of fun, actually. Okay. And then it got so much press. People still talk about it. We use it like crazy. That augmented reality is going to be super scary. Not just from... Not, it's not <laughs> scary from Yelp. Yelp is doing a great job of augmented reality. But the future of what that stuff's going to be like, they're already they're already thinking about how they're going to be able to do um, virtual reality, augmented reality. Like, you can wa- you'll can right. be walking through the street with, like, glasses on, but then you'll be actually fighting a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh, the so street. there'll be people, like, playing video games outside? Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, in the street? Yes. Getting run over? That seems dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not in China, though. So okay, you're good. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll People will stop. Right. Okay. Stop at the intersection for pedestrians. So, so <laughs> for so for yesterday, what were things that were completely like? Oh, oh yeah. this is the same as Canada, or this is the same as my experience in the past. And what were a couple of things that you were just like, I have never had to do <laughs> before. Almost everything <laughs> is exactly the same. Great. The art market huh. with a stage thing. Not only is it the same as in Montreal, it's the same as in Cape Town. <laughs> cool. That's There's style. like an yeah. indie market that happens 
there's tons of them in Cape Town. They happen every week. Mm -hmm. um, oh, man. That's awesome. Mostly, like, this food scene, this, like, startup food scene, right? With people yeah. doing, like, small batch preserves or pickles right, right. or sausages or yeah. um, craft beer. Mm -hmm. um, and craft beer with um, local grains or, like, we had the Hawthorne Berry beer last night. It was <sighs> wicked. Super, super cool, and I think those like indie markets are like. That was Jingye, right? Yesterday. I don't remember. What uh, it was. yeah, that was Jingye. Was there only? It was only Jingye. No. Yeah. I only saw one brewer there. Yeah. There's a there's a bunch of them now here. Yeah, we're this gonna go to. Slowboat. Slowboat on Wednesday. You should come. Bring your lady. Yeah. She's not a big drinker. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can have the fries. She can look. She could be fun anyway. <laughs> Drinker, non-drinkers are fun. Um. Anyway, yeah, so a lot of things were, that's, that was, it was such a relief to get there and see, like, you know, like a sound check setup is always the same. Sound checks are always the same. Even mm. not speaking the language, I mean, it would have been impossible, actually, if the head sound tech didn't speak some English, because there's yeah. just, I just, it's just a total blank. You think you understand what's going on, and you totally don't. Right, right. So he had a team of three, and then, uh, and then he spoke some English, but... Yeah, I mean, it was reassuring that that was that was pretty much the same. Um, the the workshops were different. We don't have. I was thinking that would be a cool element to try to bring to an art market or something mm -hmm. in Montreal, because we do workshops. I don't organize the big ones that happen in Montreal. Um, Pop Montreal actually organizes them. What was it? Pop, Pop Montreal. Pop Montreal. Yeah, if you guys come to Montreal, you should come in time for Pop and do mm. that festival. What, is that, what season is that? It's in the fall. Fall, okay. Yeah, it's in September. Mm. And uh, it's through people at Pop Montreal, so Courtney Wing, but also um, other people at Pop that I know, Archie and Nathaniel, because mm -hmm. they're buddies. Um, so when I met Archie, he was like, oh, how's Dan and Mel and Patricia? <laughs> Because um, he's come for pop a couple times, um, so they organize the big ones that happen twice a year now. And um, I mean, though they do like 200, 300 vendors, so that's different. Okay, so it's much larger. Yeah, <laughs> we have a huge indie art scene, but they don't have as many vendors like just set up with the other people that are doing food. There's like maybe like cupcake people or whatever, and then there's one official food partner who has like a bar and restaurant area. Oh, so it's pretty like what? What, what kind of space do they usually do this in? Um, it like a church basement. Oh, yeah, they partner a lot with church basements. They also <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not a sentence. You oh yeah, you know our, are there, are our there target market is and stuff. Or are they like no, no, they're just like church they're just like. Um, I'm trying to imagine an indie art market yeah. in like in like. The craziest thing, no, no, like not, don't picture catacombs <laughs> Well, it's not even the church, it's just the basement, right? You don't talk to the priest or the, you no, know, the no, father. No, no, partnered with the, partnered the with the church. People, partnered, the people. Partnered with the church, totally in partnership with the church. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful French-Canadian, French church. Um, the basements, picture where um, girl guides would meet. Um, or they're, they're community spaces. Um, in all of our church okay. basements, so Interesting. I've, I've okay. always gone. So this to, is a thing. The church basement yeah, is yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You go to AA meetings are often held in church basements mm -hmm. in smaller churches. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So, okay. um, but these there are some that are huge, um, and people don't really go to church as much anymore. Um, they go to the basement. <laughs> so the church is actually with the, 
Pop was able to kind of, I don't know how these conversations happen. I've heard a little bit, but not very much. But they were able to build relationships with them based on the idea of, like, be a host to a community. Like, be a partner in our community. That's awesome. Um, So the craziest thing is one of them does the Pop Montreal after parties during the festival with, like, DJs and, like, queer indie rock electro bands on stage and the bar open and the show starts at 2 a.m. and goes till 6. In the church basement? In the church basement. It's like... With, like, a thousand people. (laughs) With God. Good job, Canada. It's the best. You guys are the best. Way to bring it all together. (laughs) It's the best. It's so nice. And it's a great place to do it. It's acoustically, you can't hear it from outside. Really? Oh, sunk in a crazy stone basement. (laughs) You are not bothering anybody. Um, That's interesting, too, because, I mean, that is the point of church for however, for the last 1500 years, is to create a community. Yeah, exactly. So, this is the evolution of creating community. That that totally makes sense, right? Like yeah. That. The that, other thing that they that did actually, that, that is so cool is um, they do shows, and I've heard that maybe these don't happen anymore, but I'm sure they'll work it out. They've done shows for the last years in this space called the Ukrainian Federation, and it's like oh, just like a community hall, but it's beautiful, and it's in a really beautiful part of town, and it's like kind of off the main drags beautiful like picture the like traditional Montreal like winding metal yeah. staircases yeah, yeah. like you're right on that street and then you're in this Ukrainian big red stone with a beautiful wooden balcony they do shows in there so they I saw um Patty Smith there oh wow <laughs> yeah and they had her backed up by Canadian all on strings. It's the same. It's uh, Silver Mount Zion. Same people as Godspeed You Black Emperor. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So picture Silver Mount Zion, barefoot, strings and guitars, <laughs> riffing <laughs> with Patty Smith in like a in like a wooden. Wow. It was the best show of my life. That's amazing. It was so the sound in there is beautiful. Godspeed uh, came here. Oh I yeah, think, I think with split. I bet I it was split. Think, yeah. I think it was split. They brought like they played at a a pretty sweet venue actually not too far from here um, by Yong Hagong the Lama Temple. Okay. That was this place called Tango. Oh, um, I saw that space. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's and it's really good. Their lighting's awesome. Their sound is really good. Oh, um, cool. But yeah, they played there. Uh, I missed it sadly. It's are you going to insert I'll sad music it. on the podcast when yeah, you say totally that? Yeah, I'm definitely going to put like, some very depressing <laughs> string. <laughs> oh, no, the Mozart Requiem. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> notes to self. <laughs> notes Noted. to podcast. Noted. Notes. <laughs> um, oh. Should we... Um, would you jam on that song with me a little bit? Hell yeah. Let's one? jam on that. Okay. Yeah, and... Uh, We've been talking for about half an hour, so I think it's pretty... That's good, and then yeah, we'll, totally good. if you want to use the song on it, if it's yeah. useful, then you can, and then that's Fuck like yeah. a thing. Um, do you want to sing it, and I'll, I'll yeah, exactly. play guitar with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me just grab a guitar. And then you'll have it if you want to play it, and then I'll exactly. have a recording of us it. on the roof, which will be fun. Oh, actually, I have the recording of you. I recorded the show, the album oh, of the show. Oh, awesome. I would love that. So, yeah, actually, since we're recording this still, uh, 
I think it's super duper awesome that we got to play together. Aww. I really liked that Me too. a lot. Um, Me too. I hope we get to do it again in some yeah. city. In some, yeah, in many cities around the world. <laughs> yeah, <I would> like <laughs> it. That um, was. Uh, you're an amazing opener. You definitely. You. You. I think the 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 first part of our show was amazing, and everyone was like, "Yeah," because you totally made the crowd just feel very good. Oh, that's so, nice of you. To say. Which is, like, I, I, I want to see a full show. Actually, uh, yeah. Maybe Sunday. I love that show. I love that venue, Jiangyu. What? What's it called, that venue? Oh, Jianghu. Jianghu. Yeah. Jiang means river. Ah. And Hu means lake. River lake. River bar. lake bar. So lovely. Yeah. Jianghu is kind of like one of the. It's one of the really main staples of the, the, the indie scene here, the sort of underground folk. Mm -hmm. Etc. Etc. Et it's, it's a been really a cool venue. I got to play, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> FYI, everyone. Totally <laughs> <laughs> we played a super cool space in exactly, Beijing. Exactly. Really cool people, and there were so many people there, and it was awesome. So <laughs> Thanks for to Jeff for promoting that. <laughs> they they are so cool, and Nathaniel came, and he did come. The bar awesome. owner gave me a whiskey. Tian Xiao, yeah, Tian Xiao. Tian Xiao is super great. He's so nice. Yeah. And his face is so beautiful. And they have the coolest, they have the coolest gear for sound checking. Oh, God. Yeah, they, they got, that's new. They, they, that's, um, what do you call that thing? Did it, you see? The, what I don't know what you call it. I looked at it. I mean, it's, it's an app that the name was in Chinese when I tried to see what the app was called mm. on an iPad that's wirelessly connected to a box that all the cables plug in. That's so cool. And then he controls everything from his... I, and then you were telling me there's an app so right, you yeah. can actually have it and adjust Exactly. They stage. can give you like a little password for their venue and then you can adjust yourself. That's, that's that is so dope. <laughs> Just wait till you get like we get the smartwatches involved. Oh, and you're, like, you can be, like, yeah. While you're playing, you're like, you're still like this. I'm, I'm, still, I'm strumming guitar, but I'm also adjusting. Oh, we're just stay the game real quick. <laughs> oh. So fast. Uh, so what key should we do this in? I. Why don't you sing it and I'll just figure it. Yeah, figure I think it. it's in C, but um, but I don't know. What's what's the What's it's, your comfortable range? It's love is a dangerous, dangerous game, and we know it and we play it all the same. We play it again and again and again. Oh, love is a dangerous, dangerous game. You and I are stars in the sky. We're all alone and dark, and eventually all of us casually die. It is so it's G sharp. Oh. <laughs> I'm grabbing my because of my my super fucked up tuner that now my songs are in fucked up tuning. No, you know what's cool about that and why uh, you mentioned that uh, you mentioned that your friend plays with you. Yeah. Like that. What's cool about that is that if you if your voice, we tend to want to make our voice could like conform to our system. Right. But voices aren't built for the system. Yeah. The system is built for our voices. I think that's a really wise thing that you just said. <laughs> and not because it lets me off the hook for singing how I want. But because I think, um, like, writ large, that's true of all of our systems, right? We, like, 
um, our our bodies do that so naturally. They like, you know, we like we lose a lot of sense receptors in our feet from walking right. on cement and in shoes. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah, and we're just like that's how it is because there's always we always have shoes and we'll always walk on cement. But if you in that, oh, I, really? I, but yeah, I read this book anyway, <laughs> um, and um, part of a, like a sort of playful experiment with. Um, uh, elders who had Alzheimer's to help them kind of stay on this side of losing everything, losing memory and, mm -hmm. and language, mm -hmm. losing everything, was like uh, spending time without shoes on, going up and down stairs and in gardens, oh, and, in, and that it actually was part of what helped people regain um, motor ability and memory and language. Wow. That, like just like just doing it barefoot. Yeah, just having some like. Because we actually hold memory in all of our bodies. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, that's my. I, this made me think of a couple things. One is uh, there's this documentary called Grounding, mm. which is about this this guy from Alaska who noticed that when he he was he actually it, he didn't start this, but there's there's these people these people saying like we need to touch the ground and we have to have like. A, Combination <laughs> with the ground. So many beers on the roof. Yeah, keep going. Touching beer. the ground. <laughs> you have to edit that out. <laughs> uh huh. Wait, one second. Also, the Icelandic girls. Iceland, you want to go to the Great Wall with me tomorrow? Do you want to do some audience participation? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? You guys want to sing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know you want to sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So guys in the back are gonna hold it down. I think you you can help me out too in the front. Uh, so whenever you hear this part, you're just gonna go.
So when I play it, it's just A, E, D, A, A, E, D, A, A. So you double A, but it's different. You double A? Yeah. So which 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 chord is that? It's the first or the second? It's the, it's the first. So it's A E D A A A A E D A A A E D A. Oh, add a beat. Not really though. Play it, you'll see. Okay. So love is a dangerous, dangerous game. We know we play it. Love is a 
dangerous, dangerous game You and I are stars in the sky We're all alone in the dark And eventually all of us casually die But not before somebody wishes on our lives So alright, alright Maybe this time all alone Same Love Well, love is a dangerous, dangerous game We know it and we play it all the same We play it again and again and again oh, Love is a dangerous, dangerous game you and I are stars in the sky We're all alone in the dark And eventually all of us casually die But not before somebody wishes on our lives So alright, alright Maybe this time Is a dangerous, dangerous game, and we know it and we play it all the same. We play it again and again and again. Oh, love is a dangerous, dangerous game. Well, you and I are clouds rolling by, we're full of air, full of light. Just trying to make shapes of our lives You and I are clouds rolling by Full of air, full of light Just trying to make shapes of our lives You and I are clouds rolling by Full of air, full of light Just trying to make shapes of our lives Love is a dangerous, you should sing, dangerous game. Okay, good. We know it and we play it all the same. We play it again and again and again. No, love is a dangerous, dangerous game. Love is a dangerous, dangerous game. And we know all the same we play it again and again and again no love is a dangerous dangerous game love is a dangerous dangerous game and we know it and we play it all the same we play it again and again Love is a dangerous, dangerous game. Well, you and I. Yeah, we're gonna loop where 
you're gonna do the chorus and I'm gonna do oh, okay, the okay, part on top of it. Okay, I that's see. what this gesture is. <laughs> when I play with Randy Abel, he does that and it means repeat. The oh thing yeah. You just did. Yeah, you repeat. I'm gonna do something ah, else. <laughs> I see. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. There we go. <laughs> okay. I think we can do this. I believe. Love is a day. I fucked oh. it up. Wait. <laughs> do you want to harmonize still? Do you do the harmony still? Or whatever. Do I... It might fuck me up if you do the harmony, but whatever you feel <laughs> good with. Whatever you feel okay. good with. Alright, okay. <laughs> no, do the harmony. It's fine. Love is a day. No, wait. You have to start again. I need to count in. One. Do you want to count? No, I want you to count. Okay. <laughs> One. <laughs> Two. Okay, okay, let's sing it together. Okay. Love <laughs> is okay. a dangerous, dangerous game, and we know it, and we play it all the same. We play it again and again and again. We play <laughs> dangerous, dangerous game. Okay, me too. My mom had this um, this VW Beetle. Mm. It was like the old ones. It was, I think it was like a early '80s or late '70s one. It was like it actually it was. It wasn't in the best condition, but it was good enough that it like drove around cool. independently. Yeah. And it had like it had like a hole in the floor, so I would like right. wa- like well, I would sit in the back seat. I would sort of like watch the road as yes. it went under. Which actually, that's probably a pretty good song idea right there. But uh-huh. I used to because it was so small. I used to just they, and it also had this like kind of trunky thing in the back. Because remember the, the bugs, they had like the trunks in the front. It's in the hood. Oh yeah, right. So, but like in the behind the back seat, there was this compartment where you could put stuff. Huh. But as a kid, I would just go in the compartment. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'd like I would get like really small up in that thing and just like hang out there and yeah. like watch the road as it, you know like the cars as they went by from the yeah, back window. Yeah. Um, but I think that made me very flexible. So I think I probably could. <laughs> so you could fit in the pocket. At least the suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> Minimal. At least awesome. Okay. Sure. Great. Anyway, Reese Dickens. 
Thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you so much for having me and more for being so nice and welcoming and lovely and dear. It's been a pleasure. I feel like I love you. Oh, <laughs> I it's can't a dangerous wait. game. I can't wait it's to dangerous. come back to Beijing. We play the game. Everybody <laughs> should come here. It's an awesome scene. Get into the Americana folk music scene in Beijing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you will party real hard and play great you will, music. You will fall in love with the scene and it'll be dangerous. <laughs> it'll be such a danger. <laughs> but we play it again. Okay. Okay. Thanks again to Risa Dickens for joining us on this episode of the China Arts Podcast. Also, special thanks to Nathan Paul for joining me in this conversation. Be sure to check out our website, BeijingPickers.com, for news of upcoming events and jams in the Chinese capital. Until next time, happy picking!